but it's very important to notice that it's not actually the tinnitus or the sounds that I am listening to and the sounds that I'm experiencing that are making it impossible or difficult for me to get to sleep or stay asleep, but my reaction to it. Hello and welcome back to the Outering Tinnitus podcast. This is Frida and I'm your host and this podcast is, as you know, all about the tinnitus science and what you can do to live your absolute best life despite the sounds that you might be experiencing. And in today's episode, I want to kick off a small series of shorter podcasts because there's a lot of people asked about this shorter but more practical implementable tips and tricks and strategies that you can do in your daily life with tinnitus. And today, um, before we get into the ads and the intro of this episode, I want to uh, briefly tell you that everything we discuss in this podcast, most of the resources, everything that I am building as a coach, um, if you want to support me as a coach and the people who are in the community, then you can contribute as a member, sign up for one of the free trials on the membership website, www.mytinnitus.club. And everything that I share here in the podcast is really strategically and well accessible through our membership platform. So I really, 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 really can only suggest that you check it out. And I'd be very grateful if you could also benefit from that tool to help you live your best life despite tenances. This episode uh, is a bit of a short first series in a series of a few episodes that I'm going to be published over the next couple of weeks on tinnitus and sleep. A lot of people with tinnitus do struggle with sleep because it's one of the first times that they basically, uh, uh, yeah, just turn off and shut off. And during the day, we keep ourselves busy, so it's easier not to uh, to simply be distracted from our tinnitus. But often, when we shut off at night, is when we most become bothered by the sounds that we experience. And I know that for a lot of people, that is really impacting the quality of life. And the reaction towards our tinnitus keeping us awake is, of course, making us very tired throughout the day and sometimes maybe interfering with the possibilities of yeah, getting everything done that we set ourselves for goal, daily goals, etc. So today in this episode, I want to share with you a little bit of why we struggle with sleep and why tinnitus and sleep is a combination that often is difficult for many people, but also a few tips and tricks um, all over the place between using tools of CBT and acceptance and commitment therapy. And today is just going to be a very brief overview of how to implement all these tools. And in the next uh, in the next episode, we get into a little bit more of a general approach talking about tinnitus and sleep. And yeah, I hope uh, you enjoy this episode. Let's go uh, get the intro done and then you can enjoy the episode on the first part of the series on tinnitus and sleep. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Outering Tinnitus podcast. This is Frida and I'm your host. This podcast is all about the tinnitus science and what you can do to live a better life despite the ringing. This episode is brought to you by Linear, an evidence-based treatment for tinnitus which has been shown to improve tinnitus symptoms in large-scale clinical trials and real-world patients. Linear retrains the brain by playing soothing sounds and providing mild electrical stimulation to your tongue. It's now available throughout Europe and its latest clinical trial results were recently published in a Nature Scientific journal. To find out more about Linear, where it's available 
and read about the research behind it, visit www.lenier.com forward slash authoring. That's L-E-N-I-R-E.com forward slash authoring. Yeah, hello and welcome back to the Outering Tinnitus podcast. This is Frida and I'm your host. And in this special podcast episode here today, we want to talk by very, very popular demand about uh, improving uh, sleep and your quality of sleep despite tinnitus. So a little bit talking about tinnitus and insomnia. What are the mechanisms when you are trying to sleep but really lacking the ability to go to sleep and maybe also to staying asleep and to really getting a refreshing night of sleep despite your tinnitus. So let's welcome you guys all here on today's um, episode and let's get right into the topic. So a lot of the people who struggle with tinnitus often and very frequently also struggle with sleeping despite tinnitus. And this is going to be a quick episode, an impulse episode, but discussing a few tips and tricks and strategies that I, over the last few years, um, and maybe also over the last year, really have adopted that have helped my clients really sleep better despite their tinnitus. And a lot of us really struggle with tinnitus or do tend to struggle with tinnitus because tinnitus often throughout the day, we can engage with other things. We can focus on other things, on work, on family, on the tasks and chores that we have to do. But at night when it's quiet, it's a lot more difficult to not give in and become reactive and be annoyed by the constant ringing, swooshing, hissing, or whatever your tinnitus might be like. So often tinnitus is really disturbing people from falling asleep, but sometimes also when you wake up in the middle of the night and your tinnitus is right there blaring away, for many people that can be as disturbing and then people wake up very early only after a couple of hours of sleep and not able to get back to sleep. We have a lot of helpful tools and tips and tricks that can support your um, sleep and build better sleep patterns and get to more restful sleep. Um, based on tools of cognitive behavior therapy and acceptance and commitment therapy that basically enable you to re-establish a positive attitude towards sleep, not be so fearful around the, uh, uh, the, the bedtime and sleeping in general, because that often what happens when we develop kind of insomniac tendencies, speaking about not really being able to sleep at night and then during the day we don't feel well and then we're constantly tired. And then of course, as soon as it uh, time to go to bed, comes up again, we feel a little bit fearful maybe about going to bed or how is this night going to be? Or if I don't sleep well, this night is going to be terrible and I'm going to be really drained tomorrow and I've got all this work to do, etc. right? You get where I'm going with this. But we have fantastic tools in cognitive behavior therapy that help you to re-relate to how you perceive and understand sleep. And then basically also to help you to get to better qualities of sleep at night. Because in essence, you are establishing a relationship where you think you need to do certain things in order to get to sleep, but that's exactly the wrong way to approach it because it will show you that doing all these things towards something that is very natural and actually doesn't really need any kind of uh, uh, any kind of input from you and there's not really anything that you need to do in order to get a good night's sleep rather than putting your head on the pillow and just really going to sleep. Right, And that's really the core and the essence that the tools of cognitive behavior therapy and acceptance and commitment therapy can help us understanding this and can help us understand how these tools work and really get us to better sleep quality. 
Yeah, my name is Frieder. I am 32 years old, turning 33 this year from Berlin in Germany. I'm a professional tinnitus coach. I'm the founder of Outdoing Tinnitus and MyTinnitus.club. Um, Outdoing Tinnitus is a professional online tinnitus coaching service. Um, if you're interested in personal coaching, I'm leaving some links below in the show notes to this episode so you can check it out yourself or even join our amazing positive tinnitus community with um, check-ins, habituation accountability tools, um, online courses on how you really get the most out of this. And for example, we have a designated section within the online community only for getting better sleep. So if sleep is something you're currently struggling with, I can definitely recommend you coming into our online community, making use of that two weeks free trial and learning a lot of the tools that we share on there. And, you know, maybe even making some new friends over tenancies and just getting a positive aspect going. But let's get back into the episode today and let's get back into how and why tinnitus negatively impact your sleep quality. And uh, most of the time, um, what we need to see is that not even your tinnitus disturbs your sleep quality, but your reaction to your tinnitus. So it's not the original symptom of the sound that you're experiencing, right? I also experienced tinnitus while being deaf on this ear uh, and having this hearing aid in here as well. But it's very important to notice that it's not actually the tinnitus or the sounds that I am listening to and the sounds that I'm experiencing that are making it impossible or difficult for me to get to sleep or stay asleep, but my reaction to it. And I mentioned it at the start, often when we are focusing on a lot of things throughout the day, it's very easy to basically just have tinnitus in the background. Not for everyone, I know a lot of people will say this now, but... For a lot of people, that is the case, and that's why they only struggle with tinnitus later at night when it's kind of quiet and there's silence and then the tinnitus comes up and it's blaring. And that are and those are the moments in which dealing with tinnitus can be quite difficult. And I completely understand that. I myself had my fair share with struggling with sleep, and I want to tell everyone that it, there is hope. There are amazing tools and resources that are available in our community and that we'll get to in a minute um, uh, uh, that can help you get to restful and sustainably sleeping six to eight hours uh, or whatever the sleep need that you might have uh, is what you need on a day-to-day base. Right. Then getting into the first part of our episode using tools of cognitive behavior therapy in order to improve your sleep quality, right? So if we base the assumption of tinnitus anxiety inducing your insomnia or not you not being able to go to sleep, then we know that cognitive behavior therapy is enabling us to ask ourselves the right questions at the right moments. Right. So, for example, if I would say, um, if we say uh, uh, negative thoughts that are related to your tinnitus, basically like, oh, my tinnitus is so loud, that doesn't let me sleep. Well, yes, tinnitus, of course, if it's bugging us, if we are relatively early to tinnitus, can prevent us from falling asleep because we get hung up on experiencing this tinnitus and it's bothersome, right? But really noticing 
that the way you react to your tinnitus is what bothering you and not the sound itself maybe, although that's kind of maybe difficult to sort of uh, uh, discern, but uh, that is mostly what the reaction is like. Understanding and breaking open that negative reactive cycle and knowing and learning and teaching for yourself that just lying in bed, even with the tinnitus can be a restful experience. And then when you don't fall into this reactivity trap, it becomes much easier to fall asleep and to also stay asleep throughout the night. Um, there are, of course, certain other great tools and opportunities that you can use. For example, uh, uh, guided uh, progressive muscle relaxation. There will be tons of uh, videos on YouTube that you can use for this. Or I've been talking about this and I even have an episode on my podcast here as well called Yoga Nidra. And Yoga Nidra is fantastic if you want to get into pre-sleep phase, really deeply relaxed state, someone really dis, uh, uh, disembarking from your thoughts and anxiety thoughts and really going on to a journey where you can experience that tinnitus is there but you can come into a very restful place and then you can start to loosen up these thoughts right talking about cognitive behavior therapy approaches loosening up the thoughts that are very unhelpful for you the unhelpful thought of saying well tinnitus is not letting me sleep or when i perceive it in the middle of the night it's waking me up and i can't be going back to sleep well, of course, that's going to be difficult because you're behaving differently than if you would simply turn around and say, ah, it's just my tinnitus, put your head on the pillow again and sleep again. Me, for example, I mean, I've had tinnitus for 15 years now, but I sleep with an earplug at night and the other ear is deaf. So literally all I hear is my tinnitus. But I know, and over the years I've trained myself, that tinnitus is absolutely no obstructive thing in order to give me a restful quality of sleep and letting me lie down and just chill in my bed and be comfy and just having a good night's sleep, right? And as soon as you confirm that to yourself, I know it's, it's rather difficult at the start maybe, but there are amazing tools uh, to really put this structured and guided into action in our community. So I severely like i really uh, suggest you check it out for a two weeks free trial the link is in the description below um and there are great tools that we have in order to implement that right so the cycle of insomnia and tinnitus can then sort of be exacerbated right so your insomnia kind of sticks because of the tinnitus and tinnitus influences your insomnia and vice versa Right? And then what do we do? How do we go with acceptance and commitment therapy into helping you break that negative cycle? And not only using um, sort of all these practical tips that you can find for sleep hygiene or uh, implementing these tools of cognitive behavior therapy, asking yourself, why am I reacting to my tinnitus like that? But really taking it up one notch. And that is acceptance and commitment therapy. Uh, I've discussed it largely in this podcast as well with uh, Rilana Chima. That was a fantastic episode I did with her. I really enjoyed that one where we talk about the relationship of acceptance and commitment therapy that is used, for example, in spidophobia, but also in insomnia. And I also largely use it for my tinnitus coaching purposes where by you basically with acceptance and commitment therapy, you enable the brain to re-tag your relationship with something as non-dangerous, right? So let me say this, when you are very tired and you haven't been able to sleep well for a while, then of course it's very easy to that becoming a habit so that not sleeping is the default. And then when you go to brush your teeth in the evening, basically your connection with sleep is, okay, I'm probably not going to sleep well tonight because I haven't been able to sleep well the last few nights and weeks, maybe even a month, for some people even years. But 
right? That is an correcting, uh, creating an underlying thought like, oh my gosh, I'm really struggling with sleep. Therefore, what can I do tonight? And you go kind of in problem solving mode and your brain turns on. And that's obviously, of course, a state in which you can absolutely not fall to sleep. Yeah. So the tools of acceptance and commitment therapy, as also in the community or in my coachings, they will help you also managing insomnia properly in the way that we say it becomes natural for your brain to experience that. For example, one of the components that's very important is a big tip is being awake at night is something that's very normal and it's absolutely okay. So if you stop struggling against being awake at night, seeing your enemy, then slowly but steadily, you can learn that even if you're awake, it's not so bad. Eventually you will fall to sleep. And if you stop being obsessive and turning and tossing and turning and spending all this energy, then you will also feel next less tired the next day. Try it out, right? Four hours of sleep while not tossing and turning, but just resting and lying there is going to feel and a world different than four hours of tossing and turning and four hours of sleeping and being very upset. Uh, you'll feel a massive difference between those two, right? So within the tools and the strategies that we have in the community and that I have uploaded there, and I'm, I'm not going to mention it anymore, but it's a little bit too much to get into in one podcast episode that I'm producing myself today. But I thought that it would be uh, relevant and important for you guys to hear this within the frameworks of acceptance and commitment therapy in the same way that they're very useful to getting you closer to habituation. They are also very, very useful in order to symbol to your brain, signal to your brain that it's not dangerous to not be sleeping at night because that keeps you from reacting further and further. Further anxiety, oh my God, I have to sleep because if I don't sleep tomorrow is crazy. Yes but that is keeping you stuck in fight or flight in the same way that using acceptance and commitment therapy to signal to your brain that experiencing tinnitus is not so dangerous as your overshoot reaction of emotions that continue over and over again might suggest to you is something very, very important, very, very relevant. So using the tools that we have in the community, acceptance and commitment therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, um, and also reading my free guide, of course, there are a few of these examples in there. So if you go to tinnitus-guide.com, you'll find my free guide to tinnitus. Um, and I will also put those links in the show notes so that we will one link where you can check all of these things out. Um, and I really and sincerely hope that, um, yeah, helping you um, with uh, these kind of small tips and tricks to get to a little bit better sleep is something that you will uh, recognize that can help and benefit you to say that um, um, uh, mindfulness is sort of another tool, focusing on the present sensations in your body, for example, uh, focusing on your air, on your head against the pillow or on your sheets against the leg, etc., can be helping you in bringing anxiety down and then getting to better sleep quality. Um, I think practical tips could be saying that if you want to find out more about this, practical tips could be really uh, reading a little bit more on CBT and sleep quality or ACT and sleep quality on our community or pretty much anywhere on the internet. There is fantastic tips out there. Um, the key takeaways for today would be um, using CBT and ACT in order to get to, to, to better sleep quality with tinnitus is something that I can really, really recommend because I see many of my clients do it and you can really get better implementing a few tools and questioning your reactivity towards the tinnitus at nighttime and also seeing that that whole cycle is making it difficult for you to sleep. 
um, and really see to see that you talk to your healthcare professional if it's getting a little bit worse to see that you can get help. And if you have any questions, you can always reach me at frida at arteringtinnitus.com or uh, go to our community, sign up for the free trial. And yeah, I hope that this has been helpful and beneficial for you and looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. All the best. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to the Outring Tinnitus podcast. I am looking forward to also welcome you on my website at outringtinnitus.com or if you have any questions, please mail to frida at outringtinnitus.com. See you next time.